So thanks for joining me. Uh, we've got Goff DF today. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Hannah. I am vocals and lead guitarist. Hi, I'm Johnny and I play the bass. Lovely. So just to get straight into things, uh, how long have you guys been a band for? We've been a band since about, I would say October last year. Not last year, two years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh God, it feels like last year. Fucking hell, we haven't done anything for a whole year. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really feel yeah. like the last year's happened. I know. Technically, we've been together for a year and a half, but um, basically we've been active and playing gigs mm-hmm. for about, from about, yeah, October last year. Yeah. That was when our first show was, um, and then Johnny joined the band in about January. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't original. Yeah. yeah. I, I started the band with two of my very close friends, Matt from Young KP and Joseph from Middle Class Guilt. Uh, they basically um, just helped me like get the band started, and then we got Johnny and Nikki involved as full-time members. And yeah. Yeah, we'll see for those guys. It's not weird. It wasn't like they got kicked <laughs> out or anything. Yeah, obviously. Like, um, you? It's good to have a close knit group of friends around you to support the music yeah. project. Nothing would have happened without those guys. So I'm very, very grateful. That's very good. So obviously, you have a very specific niche that I generally haven't seen any bands in, <laughs> particularly the Scottish scene, though, let's say. Um, probably more widespread than the UK scene. There's not a lot of it. So, how would you actually describe your whole aesthetic and mantra as a band? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like it, I feel like everything to do with Goth Girlfriend is just like is built around the idea of just fucking doing it. Because mm-hmm. like no constraints just doing whatever the fuck you want i get really really like pissed off and bored with like the idea that you have to just produce something for like this idea of a like genre that you have we're genre fluid (laughs) yeah we're genre fluid that's that's it hit the nail on the head yeah like most of the songs and stuff have just come from like hanging out and you know when you're just hanging out with your pals and you're like getting a bit silly and you're like だらだらあんねんまいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはい
they like that's how we kind of well that's I'm how so I kind of got started in it yeah yeah well I have many questions just from that statement the first one being obviously we know Johnny as a guitarist as well um <laughs> so has he never tried to teach you anything <laughs> it always ends up I don't know with me getting kind of annoyed with you or you getting kind of annoyed with me I think yeah um, you're classically trained I'm not classically trained I had the guitar lessons since I was like 10. Formal education, I guess, would be... Aye, formal education, went to yeah. college. Aye, that's what I mean. Yeah. Johnny's got the uh-huh. whole back front education on guitar. Uh-huh. And I feel like our, like, the, like... I don't know. Is it kind of... Clash. No, I think we clash because I'm a classically trained violinist. So I was a violinist in orchestras and fucking string groups and string quartets from the age of about eight up until the age of about 16. So I was doing all of that shit. So I know all the lingo and all the terms and stuff like that. But then I was like, fuck this, it's boring. And picked up a guitar and just kind of figured it out. So I know all the words and I know the theory, but I don't actually know in practice how to play guitar correctly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's and actually I- funny. Cause um, like, obviously, you trained in violin and the style of music that you guys tend to lean towards tends to be more I guess on the alternative side like you said genre fluid so I have no doubt you guys are going to throw a drum machine or a dubstep beat in in the future but like you know it tends to kind of completely divert from classical music doesn't it? Yeah I am a big fan of classical music still but like it's not what I want to create I like making stuff that people don't expect and like I don't know I just want to be that kind of example where people are like oh man wouldn't it be funny if we put these two things together I wonder if it would work but like no one ever really does that no one well I don't know that's why I say no one Uh because obviously people do do it but yeah like I feel like people are always like oh man it'd be so much fun like I just think you've got to lead by example and just be like I I'm not afraid of making a complete fool of myself. So, like, you guys can, can also make fools of yourself and do better than I can. <laughs> just not conforming to, I guess, genre standards is the main get go I'm getting. I definitely. Guys, yeah. All right, so, well, on that topic, anyway, uh, like, if you were to try and describe even not just your sound in general, but just the sound of the music you've put out already. How would you describe it to someone who's never listened to your band and doesn't involve horses? Doom punk. Yeah, we we generally go by doom punk because the two genres we normally like. They're like kind of our fixations, yeah. Yeah, it's like we like doing kind of like fast punky songs, but like with brutal like guitar tones and like breakdowns and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like there's a bit of that missing in punk, at least from what I can see. It's all very much like, here's a two-minute song. And I love that shit, I really do. But like, I was into Doom for like about 10 years, pretty much exclusively. <laughs> so like, I would get up my fucking bus to school and listen to like two songs, and <laughs> that would be it. Oh, sorry, my bus journey would be like 40 minutes. That's <laughs> that was the joke, I missed that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> But I like I don't know I just I just love doing it. Yeah, clean bass tones suck. You need to put it through a distortion. Pedal. Yeah, and I like making things that are heavy. <laughs> yeah, I really like it. I think it's a lot of fun making things that are heavy. Yeah, 
like especially like midway through horse girl or something after like the country bit when everyone was like oh yeehaw that was a bit of fun and then we're just like ah! <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant it really is so like obviously with that being said who would you describe as your kind of main musical influences mm. if you like it's just kind of you know there's a handful of artists or individuals where you just like wow they really even if it's just people that made you want to do music rather than the oh. kind of music you're writing yeah yeah definitely um so like bands that made like me want to do music and stuff i would say have you heard of like uh baby godzilla or they turned into he- like heck i'm afraid it's a little better than my knowledge <laughs> but yeah it's fine they weren't huge like yeah. um but the scottish well no a couple of them are Scottish I think but anyway I watched them several times when I was like growing up in my teenage years and like gigs were like my bread and butter I've seen thousands and thousands and thousands of gigs like these guys always stood out as like my favorite thing and it was just because it was absolute chaos Mm -hmm. like I remember I saw them in the lead mill in Sheffield once and they went on top of the bar and started like kicking over pints and like leaping into the audience from the bar stage and stuff like that. And like, just they would smash their guitars up and stuff like that and just go crazy. And I just remember watching them and thinking like, holy shit, <laughs> I wish that was me. <laughs> I think like another influence of ours would be like Gouge Away. Oh, Gouge Away, definitely. That's like one of the bands me and Hannah like kind of like bonded over. Definitely. So we were like both into like kind of like hardcore, but different kinds of hardcore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that was like the medium, like the, the like in the middle. Yeah, because I really like my classic hardcore and mm-hmm. like I don't like hardcore with clean vocals really. Yeah. If I may be so bold, uh, I think I can hit the nail on the head. You like hardcore that's actually for the rift and stuff. Johnny likes hardcore that makes him cry. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> that's- <laughs> <laughs> Only is our token emo, so. Yeah. <laughs> resident emo boy, I go after He is, he's a resident emo. So, that begs the question, who's the resident god? <laughs> it's actually Nikki. It's actually Nikki, yeah. Fuck being a goth man. <laughs> well, that, that kind of leads into, like, why we're called goth girlfriend, though. Like, because I know you wanted to, like, ask about, like, the name origin and stuff. But, like, I've always been pretty, like, fluid with my identity and like dressing in different like ways and all that kind of stuff like I identify as like non-binary so I like to like I really enjoy just like experimenting and trying new things but for some reason people still drive past me and yell goth out the window no matter what I look like <laughs> you so, could be literally running around with joggies on you could literally. be on a jog and someone still call you a goth I remember one time I went out to a bar and it was a quiz night and it like there were some Glaswegian drag queens that were hosting it and I was wearing like a green dress and I just had no makeup on and it was literally just a green dress just looking like I did and I walked across to the bar and they went, yes, Wednesday, Adams, work. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it oh, just man. follows me like the plague, man. I can't escape this identity. So I was like, fuck it. We're going to be called Buff Belfry. <laughs> it's not a phase, mom. It's who I am. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But I was like, fuck it. We'll be Buff Belfry and we're going to be everything you don't expect us to be. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, I'm assuming that's obviously a question you guys get a lot. Why goth? Yeah, obviously, we know with all the 
social media trends and stuff of the past few years that it has been a very common uh, common phrase, let's say. Yeah. So would you say that's probably helped you guys a little bit with branding or marketing, maybe? Yeah. yeah. We always get fucking followers. We get... like e-girls and e-boys. Yeah, we get... we. My favourite thing that we get is um, there'll be some like wee young e-girls or something like that and they'll be like, oh, going out to town today with my bae and then they'll be at Goth Girlfriend and they'll tag us. Like, you know, when like they're making their aesthetic posts and stuff and we'll be like, we're not a meme page. We're, get- we're like a legitimate band. <laughs> we're not a meme page yet. <laughs> To be I fair, mean, I've seen your social media content and you guys are definitely uh, comedians. I, I would say you, you do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we definitely like to have fun with it. That's the whole point of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I just think that you've got to have fun if you're not that good at guitar because you've got to put on a show. No one's going to come and pay to see me badly play guitar in front of a room full of six people. Like, <laughs> I think. No, that... let's let's talk about the cake. Yeah, the cake. Uh, yeah, let's talk about the cake. So, how many capes do you have for playing gigs then? I think I've got three capes. Yeah. yeah that's um, solid. I think you're going to upgrade absolutely, your Absolutely, I'm going to upgrade. We're all going to get capes. Yeah, I'm. I'm working on getting the boys some capes because currently it's just me, and it was just the Halloween costume that I repurposed for a first gig. I just thought it'd be fun if it was like a little like staple for the band is that like I wear a cape when I'm on stage. Um, so it was just like this long velvet one. And then my friend Jin, my very, very, very good friend Jin, who designed the actual Goth Girlfriend logo and has done a lot of the photography for us. Um, he actually handmade me my second cape, which is the back cape. Oh, yeah, so like that's I the one that like lifts up and gives me like a bat shape whenever I ra- raise my arms up. That's like, yeah, that, that <laughs> but it's really got good. a bit damaged in transit, so I need to get it repaired. <laughs> and I think, yeah. yeah, maybe that just adds, adds to the whole mm. vibe about off around the edges. Me, I think I, I need to be able to play guitar with it though. <laughs> <laughs> that is very All true. Over my head. Mm. What kind of cape do you want, Johnny? I don't know. In biggest cape I can wear. <laughs> quite a long one yeah. quite a tall boy yeah you are I think you're probably about 5'11 yeah maybe? somewhere that, yeah. yeah that's what I am you're gonna look like uh, Lestat with a vampire like who? On. Uh, do you know Lestat from uh, Interview with a Vampire I've never seen that it's, yeah it's really good oh, you, yeah. you would look like Lestat nice. it, it's Tom Cruise but not like you've ever seen him <laughs> is he a vampire yeah <laughs> it's Tom Cruise oh. but he's actually good at acting for once yeah. He tries. You'd <laughs> yeah. be just well. Like that. You get on that. Maybe uh, like, do you guys draw any like influences from like movies and stuff like that for your visual identity? Maybe anything like that. I think it helps that I've got an art degree for that. One hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine that might help with artwork. Just a little <laughs> bit. I no, I've got an art degree and my last. My final degree piece. Actually, I started Goth Girlfriend as part of my final year degree uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it was because I was doing uh, my degree final show on like homemade pipes of blood. Um, 
I've just realised what that fucking sounds like. <laughs> actually, I think uh, I was at that show uh, when you turned up and you were, were we not playing actually? Uh, did yeah, I booked you for a show. <laughs> That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You oh turned up God, and yeah. covered in fake blood. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was just like, okay. Um, <laughs> it's got loads of fake blood. That's, walking that's cool. through the fucking middle of Glasgow, head to toe covered in bright red blood. <laughs> People were taking pictures. They were like, "What the fuck is this bitch up to?" <laughs> yeah, that was I, yeah. Sorry, no, go, go. No, I definitely think uh, Goff DF's more than just a band. For you guys, it seems like a core part of your identity at this point. Would you say that's pretty accurate? Or I don't, yeah, yeah. Or maybe it's the other way around. Maybe your identity like... just bleeds into it a bit. Yeah, it's definitely like being like an artist or a musician. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's not just like a band, it's definitely like an well, extension. What, it's an extension of whatever we want to do. And yeah. then whatever we want to do, it helps having the band as its like structure and stuff. I definitely couldn't do this by myself. Like the boys are like 100% the reason why like this is still happening. Like I need these guys to, I don't know, just like foundation. Yeah, to be like the strong foundation for like. <laughs> the fun that we do because it's fun doing these kind of things together but like if I was just a terrible musician on stage Mm -hmm. no one's gonna like it and if I don't know if it was just you playing the bass part (laughs) yeah I don't know (laughs) I think it all together we make it work and it like everyone who's involved with goth girlfriend really brings their own thing to it and like although I'm the face of it it's definitely more than just my thing definitely oh yeah that's obviously very cool collaborating and stuff have you ever thought about like kind of making it like larger than just a music project? Like I don't know. I, I really think you guys could pull off like a musical horror movie or something. Just something really <laughs> I fanatic. would love to do something like that. <laughs> I was thinking actually because we did the Green Day cover last week. Um, I was thinking of uh, that uh, musical that Green Day did. What was it? Bullet in a Bible. Is that what they did? Uh, yeah, it was an American, American idiot. musical. Oh no, Bullet in a Bible was their live album, <laughs> I think. But yeah, like. I just love that kind of like going across different artistic mediums because hell yeah, I've always actually, you know, the middle bit in Horse Girl, Here's of a Cowboy. So (laughs) I wrote that several months before the band was even um, conceived. And that was because me and my friend Will were writing a country musical for fun. Mm -hmm. And like, this was just our favorite thing to sing. So I was like, oh, the musical's not happening because Will was, like, moving back down south. So I just took the the little Tears of a Cowboy, threw it in the middle of that. But, like, the foundations are there to make it into, like, a stage play or something like that. Mm-hmm. I would love that. That's yeah, amazing. and, like, we also, like, we also, like, joke about, because obviously, like, we're dead close with the Bleeders. Ah, gonna, the Bleeders are go- so good! We're going to, like, do, like, a one-off show where it's going to be Goth Girlfriend and the Bleeders. Yeah. And we all play different instruments. We haven't told them this yet, but they're going to be down, I'm sure. No, maybe, we maybe rank them this oh. when it goes up and they can uh, they can find out themselves. It's like, guys, skip to like 17 minutes, 10. I don't know. Like, <laughs> hey, leaders. I mean. Now, what we were going to do with them was we were going to start a hardcore band. All right, okay. <laughs> Where it was going to be like you playing guitar, I think, with Jackson playing guitar. I'll just do vocals and we'll have two drummers or some shit. Two <laughs> <laughs> percussionists. Okay. I don't think yeah. they've been called drummers anymore, do you? I'm really getting a bit filled for a bit. <laughs> They're oh, multi yeah. percussionists well, now. Percussionists, yes. Uh, but yeah, we'll 
it'll be the ultimate fuck you to the rest of the scene because there's enough to struggle to get drummers and we have two. <laughs> oh, you just hurt me right where it hurts. Laugh and deter. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> We've had some great luck as well, eh? Now, uh, so, obviously, I've just got a couple more things I want to talk about and then we'll, you know, wrap up. Really great talk. It's obviously really nice to get an insight into a completely different form of creativity. It's really refreshing to see. <laughs> And not a lot of bands in our scene are doing the things you guys are doing. I really quickly would like to mention the fact you just got on the Guardians playlist. Do you want yeah, to like, like, just, you know, drop a line about that? Mate, that was just like the most random thing in the world. We were just chilling at home. And I was looking on our like um, Spotify. Spotify stats just because I do that like every few days or something to see if we've become huge yet. Um, <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> We've got like an 800% increase in activity. And then we like looked at it and basically saw that we'd been included in like the Guardian's top songs of 2020. And we were like, ha 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 ha, that's fun, cool, whatever. Thinking it was just some dude making like a, like a title for his like playlist and obviously had a few followers. But no, we went on the actual playlist, fucking blue tick and all, like Guardian. So... If anyone's listening to this who's part of the Guardian or like one of you chose us, cheers, mate. Like, solid. <laughs> you did me a solid. <laughs> I think that you guys have been uh, like pretty good in general, just pushing your like your music and stuff out there. Uh, also, you guys got reviewed by the Skinny. That's yes, uh, that, that's pretty huge. That was for yeah, the EP. That was that was the first kind of like recognition we got i think uh-huh. which was a pretty big fucking recognition to get first time and again that just kind of happened by chance like, yeah we were playing at broadcast and that was like our best gig we've ever played and then the editor she just happened to be at the gig and was like yo i want to do a review for you guys yeah because we like mentioned at the end of our set we'd be like we've got music coming out it was like what was it what was it may the 4th or april the 4th yeah it was like one of the last gigs we played for a lot no, I mean, when were we releasing it? It was like April time or something. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we were, but we, that, we were on top fucking form that gig, though. We, that was literally, like, two days after we'd just finished recording Spooky Bitch EP. So we'd all, we'd all like, played the songs a hundred times together and, like, fucking nailed it. And we're like, this is great. Yes, we've recorded it. And we just heard it back for the first time. And we were like, yeah, we fucking rock. So, like. We went on stage and we just had the greatest gig ever. It was so much fun. Yeah. We were playing with the Vignettes, which uh, I actually used to live with Hamish, the lead singer from the Vignettes. <laughs> Shout out Hamish. Hi, go check them out. <laughs> um, and uh, Italia Nighty, who are like a London punk band. like Communist. Oh, well, we're communists too, so it's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it was just a really great gig. <laughs> yeah, had sounds- a lot of fun. Like yeah. it was perfect, yeah. Yeah, just perfect, yeah. You guys must be missing gigs as much as everybody else plays music right now. It's a, uh, it, it's a real experience. I can't but deal you, with it, man. You guys have done some uh, online stuff though. Uh, also during that time, um, I remember seeing uh, you thought you wrote off the F backwards, but it was actually the right way around for the stream. So when you mentioned it, <laughs> wasn't. It was actually the wrong way around the first time we did it, but the organizers, without telling us, managed to like swap it around. So we thought it was still like <laughs> in all the test streams, it was all the wrong way around. And we were like laughing about it. And I was like, ha, I've just spray painted Goth DF on the wall and it says 
Gatog for everyone else that was reading it. But no, the organizers flipped it. So when we actually like read it out, we were like, hi guys, we're Gatog. Everyone was like, oh. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, that's really good. Um, what? <laughs> Like, if you guys were to choose a dream tour or lineup, you know, right now, it could be small bands or it could be like someone that's absolutely massive. It could be anybody, literally anybody. Who would you? I think I would really like to play a show with Frank Carter. Frank Carter yeah. and the Rattlesnakes? Or... Yeah. Because yeah. I've seen them, and I remember watching him, it was like many years ago, and I remember thinking, one day I'm going to be a better performer than you. <laughs> he was killing it, so good on stage, and I was genuinely super impressed with like the stage presence, the way he commanded the audience, and like that, I remember watching him and thinking, I'm going to do better than you one day, you just watch. I'd love to play a gig with them so we can like do better than them. <laughs> Maybe a whole tour, and you can just contest that entire yeah. tour. Whoever gets the most votes after the show gets to headline the next show. <laughs> I, I personally would like to play with the Kobe. I feel like we've got like very kind of similar energy to them. The Kobe. Like, in like different way. Like they're obviously a bit more like kind of like pop rock. I feel like it's got a lot band. of good yeah, Scottish uh, local band, but also like kind of chaotic. I think we'd be a yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I can imagine that that would uh, that would be absolutely exhausting for the audience. The amount of stuff <laughs> that would open. Hamish is absolutely insane on guitar. Like you want his guitar covers, guitar. and he's he's just moshing while he's sitting down. I'm like, that is the energy. Yeah, I don't know how he plays things correctly while moving that much. That fucking can't. He's got he's got his style. He yeah, does. He's definitely, they they have that style. Like even Edge. I mean, she's very, uh, very good singer. Yeah, knows, knows how to command an audience. Mm, mm. That's like the main thing. I genuinely like. If there's any young aspiring musicians listening, you don't have to have any musical talent to be a good performer. You just gotta fucking own it. Like honestly, like seriously, who's gonna wanna fucking pay to watch some like? We person just sit with a guitar and be like, oh, yes, it's a well-played thing. Like, cool, 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 cool. Is I'll watch not, you for that. Is that not what Bob Dylan fans still do? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I have a lot of respect for Bob Dylan and what he's done for music, but essentially at this point, he's just very chilled out, man. I think there's nothing wrong with that kind of vibe. That's not what I'm talking about. I mean, just more like the the goal shouldn't be to be able to play things perfectly. The goal should be you being sat in front of an audience and being comfortable with like fucking up or like doing things right. Because like I remember one time I started having a panic attack before I went on stage and I played like the breakdown and intro just on in the wrong key, like completely the wrong key. And Johnny just looked at me and was just like pointing at the right like fret on the guitar and was like play this fret and I was like oh shit <laughs> but like it's fine like I remember I remember like having nightmares about all these things when I was younger before I'd ever played on stage and just being like that's it that'll be the end of my life I'll never be able to recover from it but like doing those things you just walk off stage and you're like <laughs> I fucked up a bit <laughs> and that's it that's it. That's the, the rest that of the That is emotion. literally the whole mantra. I think a lot of people do genuinely get lost in the whole professionalism of performing and they forget that 
above all else creating you're supposed to have fun and enjoy it like it's an extension of yourself and you can't be too serious all the time like there's times when you should be serious but yeah definitely like just have fun enjoy yourself and I mean, I think yeah, if you, you guys you, do that perfectly, you want to be able to like know that, like, if you go on stage, you can do something that people are going to like really respond to and you're going to be like proud of. But like, it also, it's also not a big deal if you don't do that. And like, once you kind of get that in your head, you're, you're, you lose a lot of fear about expressing yourself. But I fully know that there's going to be some people looking at like the videos that we put on Instagram going, wow, that's fucking cringe. But like, there's also gonna be a bunch of weak, like, we Scottish guys being like, "Man, that looks like fun. I might do that with my friends." And then that's fucking great. That means I've made some people be more creative. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, I, I guess like getting any reaction is better than no reaction at all. Obviously. So even if people are like cringe and stuff, they're still gonna rip it for you. Mm, that is true. Nothing rent free in their head, whether they like <laughs> it or not. That's what we're here to do. Well, honestly, thank you for coming on doing this, guys. This has been a really, really interesting chat because uh, I know uh, I'm going to be interviewing a variety of bands in the kind of, and again, quote-unquote, alt scene because it's such a broad umbrella that I can't even begin to nail it down to one. I know, what is style. alternative anymore, man? Exactly. <laughs> That's the thing, alternative sometimes isn't even alternative. It's just a line people throw to market, I think. So I, I agree. Think, yeah, just do what you enjoy and you guys really have a bright future ahead of you if you keep going forward <laughs> so, honestly if you keep going forward with the stuff you guys are doing now and just experimenting the way you have I'd really love to see that horror movie happen like um, <laughs> you know I'll, I'll at Netflix see if we can get some funding they just cancelled Sabrina so they've got a little bit of a spooky goth DF uh, budget to go around I know but they've already released a fucking TV show called Horse Girl man what, <laughs> what's next <laughs> Jack Horse Girl spin-off, maybe. Oh, it could be you guys. You, I'll get an animator involved. I mean, yeah, you're doing animation now, so I am doing animation yeah, now. You never know. Actually, do you want to um just to wrap things up, do you want to just shout out your socials and feel free to plug your art account as well? That's also cool. Cool. Um, so guys, if you wanna check out all of our music, we're on Spotify and every other major streaming platform. It's Goth GF not goth girlfriend that's a completely different artist so like um don't get any lawyers involved with that as well um and our instagram is goth gf band and our facebook is i think you just type in goth gf probably easier if you fucking find it from the other social media there's a few goth gf pages out there <laughs> yours is the one with the deathcore looking logo yeah we're the one yeah. with the i would say it's more black metal but yeah yeah, I kind of niche. I'm not well versed in that style at all. So I just look at it and I think, is this death for? <laughs> I actually did my dissertation in Norwegian black metal. So. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Well, thank I you did. so much for coming <laughs> on and for the chat. <laughs> no problem. Um, it's been a pleasure, Jamie. Thank you for having us. Thank you.